Good morning, everybody. My name is Barry Schwartz, and this is the Search Buzz Video Recap. Today is Friday, February 24th, and this is the search news we covered over at the Search Engine Roundtable, seroundtable.com, over the past week. Google released their first official uh, Google algorithm update this, this week, the, pro the product reviews update, February 2023. They added languages to that, more on that later. A lot of confusion around Discover and how it's impacted by Google algorithm updates, including the helpful content update, more on that as well. Bing Chat made some updates, and they actually went ahead and uh, told us about Prometheus. Really cool stuff there. I'll get into that in detail. Uh, Bing also launched their Bing AI chat for mobile on mobile iOS and Android and also other platforms. And there were a lot of Google ads, suspensions, plus so much more. So definitely stay tuned. And of course, I'd like to thank our sponsor. Thank you, Duda, for sponsoring. Deeply appreciated. Duda's the website builder you can call your own. I'm actually doing a Dudar webinar with Bing. So we're going to talk about the Bing AI chat with Fabrice Cannell. Uh, Lily Ray, Dwayne Forrester. So definitely check that out. I think it's on March 20, uh, 29th. Um, so definitely Google that stuff and get in and subscribe to that uh, webinar. The Google February 2023 product reviews update. What's new? Google added a bunch of languages to support for it. Originally, this update was only for English languages. Um, this is, I think, the sixth iteration of it, sixth official iteration of it, at least Google confirmed. And Google added a bunch of language support to it, so now it's not just English, but it's Spanish, German, French, Italian, Vietnamese, Indonesian, Russian, Dutch, Portuguese, and Polish. Um, it started on February 21st, around 5 p.m. at night. Um, but many SEOs think it started previously, with the previous Google updates that we reported here, that a lot of SEOs saw, um, that were unconfirmed by Google, that seemed to have a little product reviews twist. Now, again, Google will probably de decline that, but that's what we're seeing. Now, there is a lot of chatter, significant amount of chatter. There are a lot of tools that are showing significant spikes on that day. So if you were hit by this update and you write product reviews on your website, not have reviews on products, but you write product reviews, then this obviously is targeted towards you. Um, and again, it should have rolled out for more languages, those specific languages, so you may have been hit by it. There, are, there is a lot more chatter on this update than previous updates, so it does seem to be somewhat significant. Yesterday, I thought I had really big breaking news. Google updated their Google Discover and Google Helpful Content help documentation um, to basically say, yes, Google Discover can be impacted by search algorithm updates like core updates, like product reviews updates, like the Helpful Content update. But then I dug into it and I said, hey, Danny, when did, Danny Sullivan, who works at Google, when did the helpful content update start to impact Google Discover because when Google when Google launched the helpful content update, it specifically told me that this only impacts Google Search and has no impact at all on Google Discover. So Danny's like, it must have happened shortly after I launched, but let me check. And he checked, and it's still the helpful content update still has no impact. He said Discover doesn't use it yet, but the signal is available for use for anything in Google search, including Google Discover, which is what the help page says. We aren't, like, we aren't likely to confirm when, if it actually used just as we won't for each signal. But generally, if you want it to be successful for Discover, it's part of search, you should blah, 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 pay attention to all that stuff. Helpful content update currently does not impact Google Discover. It may in the future, Google been saying that forever. Google then updated the helpful content update page on their own documentation to say it does impact Google Discover. Danny Sullivan said, well, it doesn't, but it might in the future. There you go. So the confusion just drives me insane, but it is what it is. Let's jump into Bing Chat, uh, Bing AI Chat. 
it's just it's just so much fun to play with, to be honest. Um, so they they released this blog post. Jody Ribas from the corporate vice president of search and AI and Microsoft released this blog post detailing how Bing AI chat is so fast and so up to date. And he broke it down. And in short, um, he basically explained that Prometheus is the thing that leverages or combines or integrates chat the new version of Chat GPT that. Um, Microsoft licenses or uses from OpenAI and the Bing search index and queries and stuff like that. So basically, Bing is able to take that ChatGPT interface um, and they basically funnel it recent content or immediate content, literally content that it indexes immediately into the, mo- the language models. It's pretty cool. And then what it does is basically Prometheus will take your long tail long, long query, like your verbal query that you might have like a whole two sentences asking Bing chat about something, convert that into a query. This is, this is a bite-sized query that then Bing could use to go ahead and funnel back into uh, the chat GPT interface that it's using and say, pull content that's recent from Bing index to funnel that and figure it out. It's pretty amazing. Um, it's, just, it's just fascinating to look at in terms of how they do this. And that's why it's so fast and up to date because Bing has a recent and almost immediate index of new content, which we've seen in these examples. Plus it's able to chunk that into a query that it can understand, then plug it all in immediately and get a result almost immediately. It's just, just fascinating. So definitely recommend you read that. I assume Google Bard will work the same way, but we haven't heard much from Google on that topic. Also on the Bing side, Bing has launched the mobile versions of the Bing AI chat. So if you are using iOS or Android and you download the new Bing app, you will get it. If you download the Edge app, you'll get it as well. Assuming you have access to it on Edge desktop, Chrome or whatever, Edge desktop with your account, there's still a huge wait list for the Bing AI chat, but it works very well. The cool thing is it's voice enabled. So you can actually ask your query in voice, which is what this whole AI chat's all about and get an answer. Of course, it's not as good as the Google Assistant because that knowledge information is just insanely better. But the cool part is when you do a recent type of query and it's able to respond with actual citations and quotes, it's it's pretty fascinating. I did a little video of that. Here, you can take a look at that. One thing we also noticed with Bing AI chat, specifically in the Edge browser, the sidebar feature, is that it's actually sometimes showing click to view as opposed to showing the actual citation. Sometimes they see the click to view for a few minutes or a few seconds and then it goes into the citations. This is noticed by Glenn Gabe, where you have to click to view and then it'll expand and show the citations. I hate that Bing is experimenting with hiding the citations. Maybe it was a bug and a delay, so we will see. And then Bing announced, uh, the head of Bing actually, the CEO of Bing actually announced that they're planning a major Bing AI chat update for quality improvements on Thursday. And I was a little bit confused by that um, because I noticed that this morning, it's Friday morning, and I was excited to cover this, but basically, uh, Mikhail Parahin, who's the CEO of Bing, they have their own CEO for Bing, said next week we're going to, going to be a big major improvement in quality in the new Bing, a new Bing understanding are scheduled, ETA Thursday, 23rd. And what is that? He posted this morning at 1 a.m., which was actually still yesterday, Thursday, because um, they're in Seattle. He basically said, starting to unpack the jumbo set of Bing chat updates, and that started rolling out today, and will continue for the next two, three days. A new daily limit of 100 is in, yay. Serve queries no longer count to the chat limit, yippee. And edge sidebar limits are fixed. All they did is release limits. Is that the quality update? I'm not sure, um, but that seems like a letdown. I was expecting some more quality updates, not just limit reductions. Also on the Bing side, 
thing is testing integrating the big image creator tool from DALI, OpenAI, um, into the search results directly. This was spotted by Kushul, where you do a search for an image box comes up, the, the little tools there, I don't see it, but it's only, it's only available in certain regions. Uh, and Bing is increasing the price of their search APIs by tenfold on some queries. Obviously, uh, with the new Bing chat, it's more expensive for Bing to use, so maybe that's why there is an increase there as well. And uh, moving on to the ad side, uh, Google advertisers are complaining about mass suspensions of accounts. So last week we had mass suspensions of campaigns and disapprovals. This week we're seeing many, many advertisers complaining about ad account suspensions. Google has not responded to any of this, which is surprising. I'm noticing tons of uh, posts on Twitter, tons of posts in the Google ads forums, and Google has not said anything about why this is happening. So if you notice some advertisers getting suspended, you are definitely not alone. There's tons of people complaining about this. Uh, Google Ads has launched a new set of, not launched, but announced the launch of a new set of ads performance max upgrades, including brand exclusions, uh, campaign level brand exclusions, page feed support and performance max, experiments to how you can test performance max, asset group level reporting, budget paced insights, and so much more. These are not live yet, but they are going to be live in the future. Uh, Google <clears throat> Search Console launched a bunch of features, specifically one around bulk um, exports to BigQuery, to, to Google's BigQuery. And this allows you to do a daily export automatically of all your data, more than you probably get from an API if you're a large site, if you're a small site, it doesn't matter. Um, and then it will go ahead and bring that into the into BigQuery, which you can do a lot more with SQL and so forth. So that's a great feature. If you are crunching that data often, you probably want to take a look at this. It launched this week. Also with Google Search Console, they launched new user and permission controls. These permission controls were initially only available in the old Webmaster tools or old Search Console interface. Now they're fully live in the new Search Console interface. They let you distinguish between verified and delegated owners. It's easier immediate removal of verified owners, ability to change delegated owners permissions levels, ability to see your own property verification tokens, which is very important. And you can always see the ownership event history. So if you want to see if you invited somebody in the past, you can actually see that. Uh, Google updated their help document saying, documentation saying the fav icons no longer need to be um, hosted on the same server and the same URL as same domain as the site itself. This was updated by Lizzie and this was spotted by Glenn Gabe. Nice find. Uh, John Mueller said the existing sites won't drop just because they um, drop in ranking specifically just because they are an exact match domain. If you've been ranking very well for a while and you're an exact match domain, just because you're an EMD, you're not going to go ahead and drop just because of that. Google's also, or John Mueller also said that Core Vitals shouldn't be at the top of the list for most small local businesses. In most cases, those websites don't even have Core Web Vital data, enough significant crux data, Chrome user experience data to actually go ahead and be valid. In any event, it's a small ranking factor and mostly slow, local small businesses have to focus on other things outside of Core Web Vitals in the page experience update. Gary from Google went ahead and did a, answer a pretty technical question around no index, no follow um, on a page that's being 301 or 302 redirected. He basically said, and let me quote you, I need to be reasonably vague here, and I hate it, but I apologize for that. His response is, I think we shouldn't forward the no index with redirects unless we can be exceptionally certain that the target also wants the no index. I imagine that on some sites that the no index would forward in some cases, but across sites it would not. He said, basically, it's, it depends. <laughs> That's the answer. Um, Google Business Profiles services now impact local rankings. This is a study done by Joel Hawkins and her team, basically saying if you go ahead and go into your Google Business Profile, click on the services, add new services, previously those services really didn't have an impact on your local rankings, but now if you do a query in the local results for service plus 
um, near me or whatever, or service plus a specific location, you have a better chance of ranking, a much better chance of ranking if you have that service added to your business profile. So definitely go ahead and try to add those. It doesn't hurt to add those anyway. Obviously, they should be specific and local, and they should be something that you offer. Don't make up services just for the fun of it. Uh, Google has launched a profile strength widget, which has been testing for a couple of years, or at least a year, um, and it's live, and local SEOs are not happy. Uh, the profile strength usually has to be filled out. Um, only it becomes fully uh, green, um, and otherwise it shows yellow, and then clients call them and say, hey, why am I yellow? Why am I not full profile strength? And the answer is sometimes you don't have Google Ads, or we specifically don't want you to have this feature because it might reduce your visibility or reduce issues in terms of your Google local profile. So SEOs are not happy to have to deal with this with clients, but it is what it is. Um, also on Google Business Profiles, Google is testing a See Photos button in addition to the currently there Add Photos buttons. Seems duplicative, but um, this was spotted by Ben Fisher, um, and I don't see it myself, but it seems like Google's testing that. Google AdSense site management changes are coming on March 20th. So the new, if you go into Google AdSense, you click on the sites management tool under um, the sidebar, you will have a new view of that sites management thing. And it basically lets you go ahead and see the approved status, the ads.txt status, and you can quickly delete sites from that list as well. And Google is going to go ahead and make changes to how um, the uh, subdomains work. So the domains will be fine, but subdomains whose domain is listed on the public reference, like sites that app spot will be fine as well, but sites that are managed on AdSense platforms, like site and blog posts will be fine as well, but other subdomains on other domains that are not listed or managed by Google will have an issue, and you have to go ahead and make sure that they are, on March 20th, make sure you're managing that properly. And then finally, um, this was reported by Danny Goodwin, who basically saw that uh, report um, as well that said basically from the register that 50%, over 50% of Google searches, the search business goes through Apple devices. So uh, Apple browser, Safari, mobile Safari on your mobile phone, um, and so forth. So that's a big business <laughs> Google depends on for Apple. And also Google gives Apple a share of the Chrome I iOS and Mac revenue as well, not just the iOS revenue. So that's pretty interesting. Any event, thank you so much for listening to the Search Buzz video recap. Again, my name is Barry Schwartz. Uh, this is the search news we covered over at the Search Engine Roundtable, seroundtable.com over the past week. Everyone have a great, healthy, safe weekend. And thanks again to Duda for sponsoring. Definitely check out that webinar. Hope to see you there. Bye-bye.